ever been clowned for buying a skin before? Wait, what? what? You ever been clowned for buying a skin? Because I got clowned last night by a friend of mine for buying a skin. What skin? The new Dragon Thresh skin. Um. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, I haven't been clowned for buying a like specific skin. It's more like, you know, like when I bust like some random like you know skin that like, it was an, that was like an impulse buy, and they're like, you 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 never play that champion. Like like yeah. Amumu, Anivia, yeah. Leona, Rakan. You have all the skins for those champions. Fine, we get it. You've played those champs, you know, since God knows when. But like you know, show up with like. Yeah, like Crystal Kiana. Rose Zyra or something. It's like, Hank, how many games do you have on that? And you're like, shut up. Shoot. Yeah, that's how many. Count it on two hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Less than that. So that's when I'll get clowned, yeah. The Thresh one's not bad, though. I can mm-hmm. see it. Like, I don't know. Like, what were they saying? Because... I mean, the same argument. I play, like, one Thresh game a year, and if I'm going to dedicate myself to a skin that's worth one game a year, it's not a good skin to dedicate. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I like it. You yeah. know what? If you like it, you like it. Just buy whatever you want, because at the end of the day... It's your money. You do that. you. And the uh, the new Lilia skin too is nice as hell. Oh, the skin the evil one. The, that was worth a purchase. The Nightbringer sure. one. That yeah, one for sure. I really yeah. like that one. Also, yeah. pro tip: whenever you and this, I, I this might not be like you know, feasible, or whatever. But whenever you buy RP, mm. and this might sound like an insane thing to say, but because I've never said it out loud, but it makes sense to me. Whenever you buy RP, like the best value thing to do is to buy it a hundred bucks at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not tripping here. Like I get that it's not just as simple as like, oh, I'm gonna drop a, you know, I'm gonna drop a. I was gonna say a stack, but that's not what that means. That's a, but, yeah, thousand. <laughs> but like, because the value's nuts, right? So it's like then you just like slowly burn through your RP. But then it, you have to have self control, which like I don't. It's like you know, yeah. If I see a skin that I like, hmm, do I want this? I check my RP balance. If I have enough, I'm like, I mean, I have enough. I'll yoink it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Soon you have self control. That's a value. You find yourself buying, you know, Union Jack fiddlesticks and Groovy Zillion. <laughs> and it's like, well, Frosted as real. Groovy Zillion, yeah. bro. I got the RP. I need it. I'm playing Zillion. I need it. I, you know, I might as well. It's right I'm here. I'm not going to roll up into this ARAM with no skins. Like, <laughs> yeah. Erickson's coming back, man. Wow. It's true. Hey, man. Transition? Oh, oh there he, he is. He plays Groovy Zillion in his first game. It's a sign. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, watch out. Yo, shout out to Erickson if you're listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. He might be. You know what? On the off chance that he is, welcome back. Big yeah, guys. welcome back, sir. Welcome back, King. Good to have you. <laughs> yep. Hope you enjoy your um, your new home. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> With vitality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome back, everybody. Critical Strike Podcast, episode 30, scrolling up, 9. Uh, we're talking free agency. Myself, Henry Gated Moore, as well as Tyler Scarra and Michael Kelly. Uh, back with you because the quarterfinals we can kind of get back into that a little later i it was it was a rough quarterfinal round obviously for western teams uh but and, and the more exciting news is the results of those quarterfinals have eliminated some teams from worlds that there's a trickle down effect right a- after mm-hmm. every year right it's like it's like the nba right is the is the off season the most exciting part of the actual season maybe it's yeah, not I mean, not uh i think and that- and this yeah. offseason is shaping up to be one that is absolutely bananas. Uh, just uh, top of the episode here. Anything we say, unless we say otherwise, is just like speculation slash what we want. Uh, you mm. know, if we had official mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. reports, one, we wouldn't be dropping them here. Just check out the website. <laughs> yeah. Dottiesports.com, by the way. Yeah, that's, that's not, not how we're going to do it. It just doesn't feel like a smart idea uh, for a number of reasons. But mm-hmm. um, first of all, I want to see how you guys are doing. Secondly, actually, no, we'll just start there. I always do this. Uh, <laughs> how are you both? <laughs> Pretty good. I mean, you know what? Look, I'm looking at this now. We're going to be talking about free agency and some of the news that we've gotten over the past week. And as a long time TSM fan, I've been yeah. ridiculed. Like the first team that I, I, I was a fan of was TSM. Right? Even though I... Ahead. I, I hate them, <laughs> right? I hate I hate them, but they were the team that got me into league esports. Mm-hmm. And the news that has hit this past week, which we'll get in soon, has it's like it's like very melancholic, but I also feel like it's the best in terms of moving forward. I don't know. It, okay, we'll get into it. But you know, no, Mike, it's, it, how it's, you it's like if you're a, if like it's like me being a Lions fan, and then Matt Stafford goes somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate that my franchise screwed over Matt Stafford, Calvin Johnson, and Barry Sanders, three of the best, you know, three, like, arguable top 10 or 15 guys of their position ever. 
maybe not Stafford, but Sanders mm. and Johnson for sure. And for sure. Mm. Oh well, it's a toxic relationship. Anyway, Mike, hey, I'm doing good. Better than better than you. It sounds like my God. <laughs> my man's been thinking about that. Like, you want to dive into this Lions thing or what? Oh, man. and seven. this guy you need to place on the couch, bro. Just the Lions and the Jets, bro. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, no, I see you. It's fine. Like your team didn't sign Joe Flacco last week, so you're doing. <laughs> no, we did not. You know what? No, we we've, we've got Jared Goff, baby. Welcome um, to all the video game fans, by the way. Yeah, yo, you, the esports fans here talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, the uh, old, uh, the old NFL. Anyway, uh, I'm doing, I'm doing fine to answer your questions. I'm, I'm doing, doing a okay, my guys. Nice. Or so, yeah. Let's start with the big one. Uh, Pearson, he's leaving TSM, and I official. guess you know, Yep, officially, he's officially leaving TSM. The rest of what we're going to say is not official, Uh, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) it seems like um, Upcomer issued a report recently that it looks like if, you know, if everything works out, he will be going to TL. Now, what does that mean? And there are dominoes that need to fall here. Uh, One, the rumblings right now are that Jensen would uh, pull perks and move into the bottom lane. Um, And initially, I thought that meant, well, he would play support, kind of like do a hoo-hee thing, and Core JJ, who used to be an AD carry would flip up to 80 carry. Uh, that is not what is rumored to be happening. Um, and I think it's probably for the best, just because I think Jensen would probably be a fine support, but Core JJ would be better. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously it leaves questions for uh, Tactical and company, but let's start there. Uh, let, let's, let's start with Tactical. Um, you know, and I, w- I was watching um, uh, Tim Sevenhusen. He kind of had a little little video on this. And I think it's a one point he brought up, which I think is really valid, was even if this role swap thing doesn't work out, like... Does tactical come back knowing that they tried to replace him again? In his words, tried to replace him with a role swapped Jensen. Which, when you say it like that, sounds kind of bad. But I don't know what what, what I mean because he, even right now, again, like tactical, these guys in the back of his head. Where does he go? Because he, he he'd sign somewhere <laughs> else. No shot. He's getting bumped down to TL Academy. He's been to Worlds twice. I don't There's think no he way. accepts that either. I don't think that you would want to accept that because he has been a really big part of what they are. Over the past few, a couple of seasons, ever since he replaced Doublelift, and if I was, this is me. If I was tactical, and they're like, you know, we're gonna bump you down to academy while we roll swap Jensen into your role, I'd be like, get me out of here, <laughs> get, get, get me out of here. You know, like as much as I would hate to do it, because because it feels like they have built something great there. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, that wouldn't that wouldn't that wouldn't rub me that would rub me the wrong way and I would want to just get out and be on a starting like who doesn't want to be a starting player you know what I mean like yeah especially Better after question, you've tasted who, it who doesn't want tactical like there are a lot of teams in the LCS yeah. who could use him tomorrow like yeah yeah there's only like three or four who who he wouldn't be an upgrade for you know should he go to like um you know, Dignitas maybe even TSM TSM we're, we're just throwing, throwing names at the wall here but like it, there's a good chance that no matter where he goes, it will be a vertical move upward for that team. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Especially if, you know, there's rumblings around Cloud9, obviously, you know, Perks, he's, you know, he hasn't left, but Cloud9 has made him available for buyout, which kind of makes it Reportedly. seem like he's yep. going out, right? Um, and Alfari, you know, may be on his way out as well, right? If they leave, that opens up a couple spots, right? Um, Zven might be, you know, as well. He's, uh, you know, his name hasn't been like the biggest priority on the list, but like there are rumors around him. Do you think that maybe they, you know, get a get a domestic bot lane going? I think to Mike's point, like that might be the only position where it's not a hard upgrade because I think both Sven and Tackle have had high highs and low lows, but like even their floors are really really high. Um, but I I'm cool with Tactical and Vulcan because I guess to me Tactical Vulcan, and Vulcan Cor- could be cool. Yeah, like mm-hmm. and and Vulcan and Core JJ play similarly, right? They they love to roam and Tactical. He's great on the Ezreals, the Ziggses. And stuff, right? To just be left alone in lane. So I think he could, he wouldn't have to shift his play style too much. I could see that happening, but I could also see C9 doing some other stuff that we can get to. Um, but later on, yeah. Yeah. Um, TSM, or no, not TSM. Alfari, I mean, again, this is kind of the least, this is all rumor. So it's like, it's degrees of uncertainty here. Mm-hmm. But if he were to leave, let's not forget, I, f- I feel bad for guys like this because, like, this is how, like, guys like Surefire and Tactical were, like, last year, right? Like, you get thrust into the spotlight. Like, I think of a guy like Jenkins. Jenkins mm-hmm. played fine mm-hmm. outside of, you know, in Alfari's absence. Was he as good at Alfari? God, no, because no one 
is is better than Alfaria, at least in the right? lane, yeah. Especially in the lane, right? And but and while TL, I don't think, and, there, and there's the whole thing about you know Core JJ gets his green card that opens up an import slot, blah blah blah. But which is going to be a would be a huge like thing. That yeah. would be huge if if one of the best players in our region gets a green card. Because my thoughts around Alfari is that if this move happens with Bjergsen, he stays for another year, or at least another season. Because I think that the potential for things to go completely like right is too high for him to leave. You know, hypothetically speaking, is there a chance that Jensen goes to the top lane and they find talent at the AD carry position? I don't see. This is my problem with Jensen going to another role. Is that we're comparing it to like a lot of people are saying? Well, Perks did it, right? But the problem with that is that, one, when Perks switched to ADC, the meta was in a completely different state than it is now, in a way that you could be very flexible in literally any role, which made it so that's why that's why the G2 roster that almost won Worlds was so deadly is because they had such flexibility in their roster because of the meta. It allowed that to happen. Mm -hmm. But because once the meta shifted back to traditional ADCs, Perks didn't want to play the role anymore. Because you can't affect the map as much. There's not as uh, there's not enough um, freedom, obviously, compared to mid to ADC. And what sucks is that I don't see Jensen being as flexible, and I don't th see him being. Again, this is not like anything confirmed, but at, from my perspective, I don't see Jensen kind of like wanting that situation for that long. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when you say top lane, top lane's even more restricting. It's, yeah, far more obscure. I think right? any pro player should be able to be serviceable at AD carry. That's my hot take. Yeah. Maybe like, yeah. is it the easiest position on the rift? Maybe not, but like, if you're a pro player, you should be able to hold your own at that position and at least be good enough to keep your team's head above water. Because usually what ADCs need to do is just don't die. I feel yeah. like nowadays the biggest role that you, you you have is whoever's ADC lives the longest usually wins. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I just don't know. Like, what's the ceiling? What what do you think the potential is for a Bjergsen, Jensen, Core, JJ trio? Because there's multiple things in my mind that can go wrong. I guess it's the pessimist in me. It's one, you have th way too many cooks. Yeah. That's way too many cooks of not only Bjergsen and Jensen and Core JJ, who are all like in a degree like shot callers. You also have Alfari, who's also a big voice. And then you have like the, the, the team is just way too many big personalities that and we've seen a lot of them fail. Not a lot of teams like these have, have worked out before. And I don't know. I, I just I guess it's me tempering my expectations because there's a lot of things that can go right for this team, too. But there's a lot of pieces that need to fit together for this roster to work that I'm not going to put all my stock into it just yet. Yeah, I think I, mean, I, th I think the ceiling is, you know, LCS champion and, you know, of course, make it out, and make it out of groups because there's so much talent. But it's also another thing is like, what form does Bjergsen come back? Mm -hmm. in, right? Yes. Um, and look, he plays supportive mid laners and stuff and, and he's dang good at it and that's part of what made him so great is that he could carry on just about anything but look a year a year out of the game is still a year out of the game i get that he was a coach and he was around it but to actually perform in that environment is a completely different story so yes i think that'll depend on things right because there is a scenario and i think the floor is you know they you know the, the absolute floor is they burn a bridge with tactical right uh alfari leaves they promote jet they promote jenkins and he is just okay right and then you know that the spring split is an unmitigated disaster because Bjergsen's not back in form, right? Jensen and Core JJ are, you know, they're, you know, fine, but Jensen isn't, you know, amazing. They look up at their mid lane and go, wait, we blew it up for this? Yeah. Right? Jensen's and, my biggest question mark. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I mean, just... I, look, the guy's just straight up role swapping. Like, it is, it is very different. And, mm. you know, Jensen also, right? He, like, yeah, I, the ceiling's very high, but I think the floor could be you know just as bad catastrophic right? talent there, is not a good team make there haven't been many professional role swaps like in the modern era and the guy who set the bar is perks and when that guy is the one who's like setting the standard 
like literally the most versatile player of all time probably it's one of them at least yeah yeah it's it's hard to replicate that kind of success so if you're mm-hmm. a team liquid fan and your expectation is oh my god jensen's the next perks maybe tempered a little bit similar a little you yeah. haven't you haven't seen the team play at the level you expect quite yet yeah plus g2 yeah. worked because they were like actually they, as they a five that. super that strong yeah like like you can't just throw this out and that's the other thing is like you, you make these big changes and like look put some respect on like you know what g2 fpx damwon like all these world champions that have been built right i hate to say like like this stupid cliche but like rome wasn't built in a day right almost every single world championship roster right wasn't like hi let's replace three pieces and roll swap a guy and then blow it up when it doesn't work after year one yeah Right? FPX yeah. had been together for a while. G2 was the definition of that, right? They were that group of five, right? Mad Lions is probably the, you know... The like, next up yep. for that Yeah, example. right? And and, yeah. and and who knows? Like, that roster probably has changes, you know, this this offseason coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Dom one, right? They came up from challengers with basically the same roster. Mm-hmm. Right? And they <clears> stuck it out. Switches. They stayed together. They said, we're in the most competitive region in the world, right? Cool. F that. We know we're good enough. We're going to tough it out for a couple of years and reach the top. That's what they did, right? So somebody mm-hmm. said for that. And uh, if, if this offseason is anything, uh, is, is any indicator, the LCS hasn't been great at that because Sword Art also yes. gone. Um, mm-hmm. Where does that leave TSM? Then we'll, we'll start with a question that you posed, Tyler, which I think is interesting, is we talked about this kind of with CLG under different circumstances, but is TSM a destination? I, um, I don't think so. Not anymore. Bjergsen left. Really? Sword Art left. I think that those were the two biggest. And the thing is, um, does that mean that Spica leaves? Because I think one of the biggest reasons why he wanted to play was because of Bjergsen. Mm-hmm. Bjergsen and Spica he, he have a really good... He the uh, 2020 roster. Exactly. Like, they have a very good relationship, Bjergsen and Spica. And the fact that Bjerg Not only is Bjergsen leaving, which is the biggest name in... Arguably the biggest name in North American League of Legends history. Mm-hmm. Next to maybe double lift, but you're also losing a star support in Sword Art, which means that you're off the table for multiple people that were rumored to be going to. I don't think they even like. For example, remember everyone was talking about TSM Reckless. That's off the table. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a chance. There's a snowball's chance in hell that he comes to TSM anymore now that they've lost both of those guys. Yeah. There's yeah. no way. And honestly. I don't know if TSM is a free agent's destination anymore. Unless they really open the bag. They're, they're, if they want to get stars, they will have to open their FTX bag massively <laughs> to sign someone. Because they don't really offer much anymore. Not even someone. Like, a, a bunch of people. Because this team mm-hmm. is practically not gutted. But, I mean, what's the draw now that Sword Art and Bjergsen are gone? Granted, you have the LCS MVP and Spica. I get it. But he's still... Young and in the shadow of Bjergsen, he's not really going to draw a veteran presence as heavily as a guy like Bjergsen would, or even Sordar for that matter. Or so a star. If, yeah. yeah. If I'm a, caliber. a superstar free agent, I just don't see TSM as the team where I'm like, yeah, let's app. This team is ready to win now and they need me. I don't see it. No. No. Because you just miss Worlds too. Like, yeah. 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 And, and like, if, if the LCS continues to be as competitive as it is, right? Like, we talk about, you know, E.G., you know, E.G., the big three, TSM, Cloud9, you know, TL, and and Hunter Thieves, right? That's five teams competing There's for no world room. spots. But, dude, yeah. right, like, we're talking about this leading up to the LCS playoffs. Two of those teams are going to sit there look at each other like, wait, where did it all go wrong? But then you also look back and go, no, but, like, it's not like we, you know, it's not like it was, like, an upset. Like, yeah, it's disappointing, right? And I think we even address this right now, right? TSM, you know, how big of a failure was it from 1 to 10? I'd love to get y'all's numbers, but, uh, and, and then... Jumping off that, because it's not a free agent destination, where I think I, I tend to agree with you, and I think that the name still has power, but I think, you know, I think it'll be really interesting to see whether, you know, Reggie and Parth, in their video, they say, look, we still want to win, and we're not going to be like a straight-up development team, but we want to focus on youth. And this year, heck, this split is going to be massive for whether they can, because I don't think Spika dips. I think if, if Spika dips, he dips, you know, at worst after spring split, or, you know, maybe next year. But I think if I'm TSM, my pitch is to Spica, you're the guy. Mm-hmm. You're that dude now. He's been that dude, though. Not really. I mean, I he's I, been no? capital T, capital D. Yeah. He's been like, I think he, he's been technically the dude. Right. I don't, I don't, I yeah. think he's been the guy. I don't think, cause like, well, like who, like Power of Evil? No, but I, like. Who's been the guy for TSM over the past year? 
the guy up, as far as as far as gameplay, yeah. But I still don't think like you know like TSM right like like you said like a superstar free agent right like like all the storylines around TSM like especially in the off season which is the context we're talking about here it was about oh they got Hooney right and like Hooney Hooney played his ass off this mm-hmm. this year he had a really mm-hmm. really good year like all things considered especially when he was a human coin flip I think he I think he shed that pretty well mm-hmm. um, it was sort of right making him the highest paid LCS player ever right mm-hmm. and you know yeah POE I suppose and like look Spica I think now has become that mm, okay right i think he's like okay. kind of on that precipice and so if i'm tsm i say look for one year right you know give us a shot right like i, I don't think it'll work mm. but i think you you entice speaker with and i'm like I'm, this might be patronizing to speak and this is not how i maybe it's come off i think you entice him with that offer of saying look you're like the face of you know you're, you're the reigning mvp you are you know mr and a young talent right now you know let's make it happen yeah. Like as him becoming the face of the organization. Yeah, because I mean, Bjergsen's gone. There is no more face of TSM. Who's the face of TSM right now? Yeah, it's Spica. He is the face of the organization right now. If Spica leaves, where does he? Where do you think he could go? I have one team already in mind. Hmm. Evil if, Geniuses. If Spica leaves, goes to Evil Geniuses. <sighs> That's the best fit. Do they have yeah. the budget to drop on him? Maybe. But like, imagine, imagine a speaker POE reconnection over at Evil Geniuses. That would be with more. Danny and Ignar. With well, an yeah. impact, give me, give me speaker P. No, maybe not even POE. Like, I, not that I would hate seeing. You know, I, I think they were Jazuke. But I think I, I, for my money, I think Jazuke is out of there. Um, okay, but mm-hmm. I agree. I think okay. it goes back to Europe. Promote Jojo Pian. Ooh, right? we're gonna go. Okay, make okay. make EG be. Right, NA's favorite team. Make them be with Dignitas. We thought they were going to be in spring. Right, check it. Right, have you know Impact holds it down the top lane. Hell yeah, everyone loves Impact. If you don't like Impact, you're wrong. He's an NA player. Yeah, yeah. He's he's just so respected and so well liked. Yeah, like, and 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 they've unlocked him. Right, they've Mm -hmm. a lot of his shows versatility. Give me Impact, Spica, Jojo Pion, Danny, and Ignore. And then that's my favorite team. And then you change. I'm not saying I'll swap out the chair because that's expensive. But that's my favorite team, man. Yo, and then they they make their taglines like "NA needed a, uh, NA wanted a hero, but they got a villain." Nice, evil geniuses, dude. Damn, I got chills, and I hate that. Damn, yeah. that was really good. Yeah, send the check. Send the <laughs> send the check. <laughs> Tell them to bring me my money. <laughs> well, they've got a bag. Look, and, and like whatever bag they don't have. You know, getting rid of like you know, I, I don't know what the contract situations are or whatever. Like you know, buyout pay how that would shake out, but. Between contracts and Svenskeren, you've got guys that are LCS ready, right? Contracts prove that he deserves a spot on the LCS roster, right? Svenskeren's mm. not going anywhere. Yeah. They're both mm-hmm. signed through next year, for the record. Okay, so they both have. So they would one, have to be bought out. One more year of team control, they'd have to be either traded or bought out. So, okay, if that's the case, if by some stretch, speak it does go to EG and this dream team does come, you know, to its fullest potential, you have a very stacked jungle position over on the EG roster, and you have to do something about that. And I think. It, honestly, Svenskeren and, and Contract could both be starters tomorrow. And if, yeah. if, if Evil Geniuses um, were smart, which I know they are, they're going to trade those guys away for more and more young talent and just keep the pipeline Or moving. sell them. Because, like, sell them, get money? I, it, anything. Like, I'd rather have yeah. young talent over money because like, I know this team has a very good like developmental development structure. yes yeah they prodigies. showed yes. they showed it off with Danny like to the fullest and, and extent. P- Peter Dunn, yeah. A, a genius in and of his own right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think this team is like really poised to be something big in 2022 if they make the right moves this offseason. Does it start with Spica? Maybe necessarily. Maybe. But, but even if it doesn't, I still think Evil Genius is a good team to your point. Yeah. Because I, TSM I has fallen, there's an opening for another team to take their place. I think yeah. it's EG. Yeah. I don't, as much as I love 100 Thieves, I think that this past. Their run to Worlds, I don't know, this isn't really a hot take. It's just their run to Worlds felt like in the moment they were able to get it together. It felt like a hot run that just couldn't last, um, which I kind of like. I kind of expected because it felt like they never showed consistency at a level that I could get behind, especially through the summer and even into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I think that EG with what they've built, I support heavily because well, even 100 Thieves' um developmental uh side 
has been really, 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 really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. They have a lot of young talent. Kenvi, they have a um, tenacity. Tenacity, yeah, like right. Poom's still kicking around. But yeah, right. yeah. Uh, any uh, before we move on to C nine, CLG. Mm. They're 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 starting from square one, and, and their new general manager Tyler and, and and Mike, I guess. But like, uh, he comes from a development side. You told me exactly who he was, and I I, I should know this. And I, <clears throat> I feel bad yeah, so Mister McDaniel's, um, Jonathan McDaniel's or Mc, is it McDaniel's? Yeah, is it McDaniel's? It's definitely not Jonathan McDonathan, like I said. It's <laughs> definitely not his name. Jonathan it's 100% a joke. It's definitely it's not Jonathan McDonathan. It's Jonathan McDaniels. Yeah, Jonathan McDonathan. Yeah. Now, Jonathan McDaniels, he came from Cloud9. He was on the scouting side of things, helped develop younger talent. And I think that for a team like CLG, who has just. He, no, they're like. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was also the assistant GM for Golden Guardians. Um, mm-hmm. And he helped scout mm-hmm. a lot of their young players uh, heading mm-hmm. into the 2021 season. Um, and I think yeah. he built a pretty solid young core over there. Obviously, some pieces didn't work out, and there was a bit of flip-flopping at midseason. But I think, yeah, if I'm a CLG fan, I'm excited about this move because yeah. the organization I mean, has been trying the same thing over and over again. So anything remotely new is a step in the right direction. So, Dude, they've yeah. been they've been the last relic of old LCS. They've yeah. like if you were to go to the ruins of old LCS, like NA LCS, that's the branding. You walk into these ruins, CLG's still drilling there, base of operations, like mm-hmm. how y'all doing? And it's just like Hey, let's <laughs> get out the dirt. Like like yeah. come, come here. Like what are you doing? I think I mean I, I kinda talked about this I don't know if it's on a podcast where we're just talking or what but that clg has an opportunity here to look like i said they got nowhere to go but up and with someone like jonathan mcdaniels coming in who is going to bring that emphasis to clg i think they know after the unmitigated dumpster fire that was this past year they can't just rely on like let's just stick five high floor players together and it'll work i i I, at the beginning of this season i thought they were a dark horse because talent wise that's a mid-level lcs team Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the roster they had last year yeah but it was Literally the exact opposite. Yeah. I think you take a disgruntled tactical. Ooh. You grab him. Okay. I don't, I don't know how the rest of the team looks around that, right? I, th- I think Broxa's probably gone. Um, You know. And I would I try know, to keep and, Finn and, like, and Broxa. I, I, mean, I, th- I think they'll try to because they are young. Yeah. Right? I think maybe they have they nothing. Of, yeah. Like, and, and, and also their, ca- their academies. Not really not bad. good. It's no. their CLG Academy's bad. It's worst case. They have scenario. nothing. Where you're the worst team in the LCS and the worst team in the Academy. And scene. your farm system you sucks. Have, like, not, at least like in traditional sports, if you're the worst team in like your league, you can look down at the farm and be like, all right, next year. Next year. Yeah. But for CLG, there's nothing. <laughs> like <laughs> it's straight bedrock. Yeah. All due respect, <laughs> no. I bet they're great guys, but like oof, yeah. man, it is not a fun League of Legends experience. Yeah. And, and this is where like my Theory kind of falls apart here because they'd have to surround him with other pieces. But I think whether it's hell, grab solo. Look, that like as, as much as you know, we so solo's been the butt of a bunch of jokes here. You saw what he did when he came to Golden Guardians. Mm-hmm. Immediate floor raiser. He was not that bad this season. No, I no, have, he was good. I have been good. the solo kneecap <laughs> peddler for so long. No, no, He's he numb. was so good. He was so good <laughs> yeah. that they realized, holy crap! Wait, 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 wait. We can, we do, can this. do it. Uh, yeah. Sorry, go licorice, licorice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like that was how good Solo was, mm-hmm. right? And again, not look, he's bad. not like no. He, he's. He, I think you grab Solo. I think you know maybe I don't know well, maybe you can keep Ron Broxa. So I guess I'd, you, you get rid of Finn. But 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 but, but tactical and Palafaker. I think there's mm, your uh, there's Palafog? your two big pieces to build around. I gotta move. Yeah. I gotta move for you. Let's say oh, Evil Geniuses does replace Jazuke with some veteran presence, whether it's Power of Evil or, or Chovy or something like that. You buy JoJo? You go after JoJo Pion. There's no shot they give him, though. Dude. You make, you no make him way. an offer. MSG you, you, money? You, you, make, you make him an offer, right? And yeah, I think at the very least. You have to listen. You get some Otherwise, MSG money in it? Of duty, but yeah. yeah. I, th- I think you would have to pay literal millions. I mean, that's... Oh, for sure. That's a young... That's a piece of young talent who is, like, mm-hmm. really on the come up. And Evil mm-hmm. Geniuses can either... Like go all in and say, yeah, let's win now. Let's put a veteran in the mid lane, or they can continue to like just take gambles 
and go for it, which I'm okay with either move. If you were if you were the GM of, of, of Evil Genius, what would you do? Would you would you try to trust in Jojo Pion? Or would you try to set, uh, get him get someone to buy him out and then use the money to sign a, a veteran? I know I just said like five minutes ago I'd rather have young talent on my organization. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> But if CLG sends the check, I I'd have to like consider it. You know what I mean? Because okay. I mean think of the free agents that are out there to purchase this offseason. You know what I mean? You can absolutely go after a huge mid name. I, I said Chovy as a joke. He's a free agent, but like, come on. Um, there are there are names out there to get beyond the big sharks. And if JoJo Pion money, like residual JoJo Pion money, helps you pay for those big mid laners, then sure. Yeah. You know, maybe you do make Resident. a run at perks on the buyout market. Residual well, JoJo Pion money, next album title. Oh yeah, <laughs> residual JoJo Pion yeah. money. <laughs> that's my um, that's my new like lo-fi beats uh, mixtape album. Nice mm-hmm. title. Um, speaking you know, of I, perks, though. Speaking of perks, yeah, let's get to that. Um, in another move that I, gosh, I, we talked about how last year was like such an inflection point in the history of the LCS, and I think like you know like the off season of last year, and I think this it, 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 it's going to continue. I, and, and it sucks because the LCS teams have so much money that it feels like a dereliction of duty not to spend it on, like, great talent. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, the LCS is its own worst enemy here in a way. But I think you have such a big opportunity if Alfari leaves, if Perks leaves, if Sword Art leaves, right? Because we were talking about this also. Last big Korean free agent to come to North America, Core JJ. Okay. Right? Yes. It's been European free agents. Mm-hmm. It's been Finn. It's been Broxa. It's been Perks, right? It's been... Because everyone's focusing on communication, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right? And they yeah. realize, like... And, and, then, and then, you know, Evil Geniuses makes, you know, the run that they do, that they do, right? And it's like, okay, they can look different places. And I hope that this is a, a trend in that direction mm-hmm. of you just say, screw like, because there's going to be growing pains. And I think, I think yeah. the teams have such a big opportunity here. Man, I think, like, 21, 2021 could be a bit of a dumpster fire if they just go all in on youth, but 2022 and the future would be better for it. But that's just me. Uh, Cloud9. I first question I have here on the rundown is this move a surprise from Perks? On the outside, I kind of think so. But when you dig in a little deeper, I think you could you could theorize reasons. And again, this is wild speculation, so I don't want to like go on it too far, right? But like, um, his dad passed recently. He wants to be at home. I think he's kinda... reportedly hits because of he wants to be closer back to his family. Exactly. So and so you know you're never going to begrudge a guy for that, and you're not going to expect him to play at his highest level. If he's going through that, mm-hmm. um, and clearly they had some off the wrist stuff to deal with, right? You think about after MSI, whatever the hell happened there. Um, so from that perspective, I'm not super surprised that Cloud9 are hitting a bit of a soft reset. Um, mm. But from the perspective of again, without all those things, I was surprised that cause Perks doesn't seem like a guy who you know is a is a quitter. And obviously, like this is not him yeah. quitting. This is him, you know, outside circumstances. But I think mm-hmm. you know again, if you don't consider those, it is surprising. But what do you do? I mean, there is always yeah. a chance he stays. It's unlikely, but there's always a chance. Yeah, yeah, just like how you know the Raptors had a chance to sign Kawhi back. <laughs> I'm not salty. <laughs> he's fine. He's, he's fine. He's okay. Right? He's fine. You said I'm okay. Said Leave okay me alone. Me. Just yeah. you know, he wanted to go home. Yeah. Go ahead. For sure. It's fine. We just won a championship. It's whatever. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that Perks, I think the only way that he (coughs) he probably would have stayed is if they like crushed it. Yeah. Because like you said, external circumstances, wanted to go home. Those are really, really powerful for anyone, not just players, not just like literally anybody. Being homesick and wanting to be near your family is one of the biggest driving factors for something that you would want to do. Especially when you're that young. People forget how young these guys are. Exactly, right? Right. Like, if, yeah, like, even, even selfishly, if I'm Perks, I'm thinking, okay, what gives me the best shot to perform to perform at my best? Even if Cloud9 and whatever team over in Europe have the same infrastructure and other parts or whatever, mm-hmm. selfishly, my mental state is going to be better, my performance is going to be better if I'm where I want to be. And yeah. I'm good enough. I am P to the Irks. I am the greatest Western player of all time. I can do whatever the heck I want. And that's yeah. the truth of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that it, he he. <clears throat> if Cloud Nine went back to back this year, and then they they had the same run, I think maybe he considers. And they like you know if they three O Genji like everyone 
something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, or like at least won the series. Mm. We don't have this conversation. I think he stays because that's just results speak louder. Yeah, than words. The run but, they the run they put up was not convincing enough for. If I'm a Cloud yeah. Nine like player, and I'm on the fritz of should I stay or should I go. The past season was not convincing enough for me to like no, book it. Not at all. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, between the issues they had at the early portion of the summer split, um, the disastrous run at MSI, the fizzling out of the summer playoffs, and then, mm-hmm. you know, I guess you could say they played well at Worlds because they did. I'll give them credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. But like it, the, the back end of the season being polished does not make up for the first, I don't know, eight months being pretty tumultuous. Yeah. 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 It's a long season, man. That is a long, long season. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the, the <clears throat> winning, winning, winning an LCS championship, I think doesn't really stand out too much for most players that are importing. No. Cause that's what you're, that's the baseline I think for you. Yeah. So him winning like mid season invitation, the uh, mid season showdown. I don't think that even rings much. No. Right. Cause it's like, that's the baseline for me. I didn't come here to just win the LCS. I came here to perform and challenge myself at the international stage because winning the LCS, especially if you're a player of like that is Perks' caliber, that shouldn't be a question. He, he you know already has I mean? way more meaningful accolades. The only thing exactly. that the LCS did for him was, again, maybe set him up to go to an international tournament, but just uh, of its own. Yeah. The only thing about that was the fact that he, also not the first one to do it, Zven, right? Became mm-hmm. the first guy to win mm-hmm. whatever in, in two regions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I guess him and Zven reached that mark at the same time. I guess, right? Because Ven hadn't won LCS before. But not with TSM, right? No. Did he win with TSM? He won with... He won with C9. Right, right, I'm saying like before that. Oh, before that, no. No, no, no. He did not. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Did his he, time... I, his... I guess, you know, in, in 2020. 2020. Cloud9 won. Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, that's okay, what I'm saying. No, yeah, in, okay, in 2020, no, Cloud9, right. he, Cloud, he won with yeah. Cloud9. But before Cloud9, he, his time with TSM was a disaster. But, um... Oh, it's not... It's okay. Right? <laughs> Was not bad. I wouldn't say design. Sven. Yeah, when Sven played for TSM in 2018, I mean they played okay. They weren't like the worst team they could have been. The look on Tyler's face, right? But now. did they win? No, they haven't won okay. since. Like, That's what I meant. Yeah, That's yeah. what I meant. Like they, they was okay, but they never, they didn't win. Is what I mean. <laughs> Whereas he won with C9. I was no, I was, I was thinking, <laughs> did I forget face? a championship? Yeah. No, no. This is like uh, <laughs> no. I was thinking because that was my thinking phase. I'm like, like, did I conversations me and my me and my dad have about sports? Like, you know, they played okay. Well, they didn't win a championship, son. So they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at the end of the day, what matters is the trophies, right? It's true. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what years do you think Sven's gonna remember in NA? The ones with TSM or the one with Cloud Nine? Yeah, definitely Column B. Right. So. I don't know. Speaking of C9, what does this leave C9 with now that if Perks leaves? Big fat question mark in the mid lane. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is money to be spent, is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money will be spent. And I don't know what that means. I'm not going to, you know. There's a lot, like, like we said earlier, there's a lot of possibility. Yeah. Money will be spent. Remember how I said Chovy was a joke for evil geniuses? <laughs> It's not a joke not, for Cloud9. Not a joke for Cloud9. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not going to happen, but it's not, it's not insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're going to walk up to Chovy and just give him the checkbook. Go. Right, write down a number. Yeah. <laughs> it's still kind of boring, but do you, do you grab, again, no disrespect to him, but do you grab POE? No. No. I think that's a... You... Like, if not POE, then who? I guess is what I'll ask. How hard? How big of a splash do you think they want to do? Perks was the splash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't get much. I don't know bigger. if you can. Yeah, you, I don't know how big you can get after getting Perks, except Chovy. Mm-hmm. But that's probably not going to happen because Chovy doesn't want to leave. Yeah. The East, yeah. and go, so uh, I don't know f- if they pick up Poe. Yeah. I don't I think mean, so. The, the other option is youth movement. Right. Bring back Palafox. But I don't think FlyQuest lets go no. of him unless for like a huge bag, and I don't see Cloud9 splashing. Cloud9 will not splash for Palafox. No. I think that if you're going to splash for someone, it's going to be... Blaze Olive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's that's the that, name. That's it, actually. Point. You're right. I was thinking the same thing. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, no. JoJo Pew? 
Could be. I mean, it's, open it's, the bag up. That'd I don't be a know. very interesting splash, but I, I don't think Cloud Nine. It's so. Do you think they even go for a Korean? It could. Yeah. It's a hard position because you're replacing a really ridiculously good player, and anyone who you try to replace him with will not be as exciting. Yeah. Like all the names we're naming right now, we're not being like, eh, because like the guy we're trying to replace is like S tier. He's the goat yeah. of the West. If we're replacing somebody who's a few steps down the ladder, then the replacements start to mm-hmm. sound a bit more enticing. Yeah. The only one that I see as like sort of lateral, like just as exciting, is maybe a reunion with Jensen if stuff goes sideways at TL. Yeah. If for whatever reason it becomes Bjergsen tactical core JJ, which again I, I, I think that's really unlikely, but could be interesting if we get a what, what was his freaking incarnation? That's what his name In- was. with a uh, big incarnation zero. Yeah, big zero. Man. Um, also, um, this is a live update for you lads. Oh. Just now. On the TSM subreddit, Reginald confirms that Hoonian Speaker will be playing for TSM in 2022. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hoonie, I was a little, like, maybe about, but yeah, I didn't... I mean, I, I said it a little earlier. I would have been surprised if Speaker left this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe next year if it all goes, you know, if it all goes to the dogs, but... Sideways again, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that was, right, that well, was a okay. solid 15-minute discussion we had earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then, then here. Let's. Uh, unless we have any any final like kind of. I feel like we hit a wall with Cloud Nine. So, if Europe, uh, if if you know Europe is Perks' place. destination, because I don't think he stays in NA, I'd be shocked if Perks stayed in NA. Okay. Right. It, it, like if he stays in NA, it's with Cloud Nine. I w- I would be. I would. I. Don't know, I yeah. This is not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but people talk about Vitality mm. a lot. Uh, you know that has been the team that, through sources, um, through 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 media, written and visual and otherwise, that has been rumored to be this new kind of super team in the making. And there, with these rumblings of Perks and Alfari leaving, there is a lot of you know, like the, the team has been thrown around is something like Alfari's self-made leader, Reckless, and. Someone uh, treats Lebrov. I don't know. That you know, I think I think something like that will Alfari? happen because I think this is like you know your banana boat squad where like you know Perks and Alfari <laughs> yeah. are like, hey, let's go. Perks is Lebroning everyone. <laughs> yeah, gathering yeah. the forces. I, I mean, Alfari, self-made Perks, reckless. Lebrov. Lebrov treats. Mm-hmm. Lebrov slash treats. Yeah. Like, why is it always Vitality? I feel like every season there's like at least one Vitality super team that just kind of crawls out of the woodwork. That, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're forgetting BDS is also a team that's also looking for a full roster. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be BDS. I don't think so. I'll, I'm I'm gonna make a claim here before we move on to um before we move on to the next one, Bwipo. Mm. BDS is gonna sign a big name free agent in the form of Reckless. BDS will sign Reckless. That's your prediction? That's my prediction. Damn. Lock, they will sign a, I think that's a bold, dude. big that's name. That's incredibly bold. I'm gonna, they're going to they're gonna sign Reckless. If they're going to sign a big name, my bet is grabs. I mean, that, that's been rumor, right? I think I've heard it like in like passing, but yeah. I think for a new team to like you know get the superstar, because we talk about free agent destinations, and I don't think an unproven organization is as attractive to veteran mm. players um, anymore. I mean, elements with Reckless, different story. You know, it's a completely unproven yeah. organization, but I think Reckless has enough, you know, sauce in the game now to kind of know where he wants not, to go. Yeah. And make yeah. a, not mistake like that, but like, <laughs> yeah, call it a season. No, but, no, but like, yeah. this happens in traditional sports as well. Is like the only reason that like Reckless, I mean, I get that it's not quite the same, but, when guys like Chris Paul end up on the Oklahoma City Thunder, mm-hmm. it's not because it's not their choice. They were, exactly, they were traded right, there, right, right, and it's right. a means to an end. Yeah, I'll I'll still stick with my my guns though. I think that BDS is going to sign a big name European I, free if agent. If you get this one, dog. I mean, I, I think they'll sign a big name. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I like Rec. I I can see it. I can see Reckless going to this team. Matter of fact, I, I, I think I'd, that I'd go in on the DFM jersey with you if BDS signed like this. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. 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 I, I, Look, I'd, I'd ship in for saying, half half a DFM jersey if they manage to sign. Reckless, don't be surprised if another name follows him. True, I can buy that. If there. he doesn't go to Vitality, and disbarring your BDS theory, what like 
existing LEC organization do you think Reckless has the best chance of going to? Because G2 seems unlikely, Fnatic seems borderline impossible. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. what's yeah. left if Vitality's at the table too? Mad Lions? NA. No. Oh, maybe if, if what yeah, we are hearing if, if Car- is correct. Done. Yeah. Ah, no. The thing is, is that he doesn't fit their play style in my... Well... I, I don't know. The thing is, Pl- is that... Play style be damned. You're getting reckless. Play style be damned, but also mentality-wise, I feel like you need to have a good fit. And I, as much as I, like, you know, from what we've seen... I feel like Mad Lions, as an organization and as a group of friends and as teammates, are very f- free flowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're loose. They're very loose. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's I don't culture. see Reckless fitting into the system that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he if he didn't fit in with G two, I don't think he's gonna fit in with G three over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with G three basically. Or yeah. does he join Fruskern and Avli at G four? <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Ooh! Hey, hey. <laughs> That's the Critical Strike podcast, everyone. Yeah. Home of gaming, baby. Leave. My God. Yeah, pulling up, okay. pulling up from half court with that one, dude. The, the thirty foot <laughs> Steph Curry bombs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just... ah, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, no, that would be. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I think like if we're talking culture, I, yeah. That, uh, that's why I think. Vitality would probably BS. be it, man. Because like, like if you like, like personality wise, like you throw a bunch of these guys in the same room, it's like, like. Alfari self-made leader, reckless. They all those guys seem so... cut from the same cloth. Yeah, yeah. Right. Those if it's not vitality, are, it's a new. Yeah. Those guys are f you. I'm gonna win. Yes. And that's all I want. Yes. Right. Uh. Anyway. Okay. Whippo. This one's a little bit more. This not fleshed out, so we. I don't think we can say much on this. But Whippo, reportedly leaving Fnatic. Apparently, he wants to possibly make a return to top lane, but he's also open to switching to mid and ADC. Thoughts? I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. I, again, this is the, we, we, we like broke for lunch right before this. We like had a little like production meeting and then had lunch right before this while, while I was doing that. I was listening to that, that, that Tim Seven using video I, I mentioned. And he said, he was like, you know, like, basically, this is my extrapolation from what he said. He said, look, Whippo goes to TL. Mm. If I far leaves, top lane, top yeah. lane, Whippo. Mm. Man, I. F- the problem with maybe. that, yeah, it's a, it's a big maybe because right. he's open to it, right? And, and I feel like Whippo Alfari, TL Vitality. Mm-hmm. What one goes to one, the other one goes to the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That seems like a very likely universe we end up in. The only thing that I'm sad about there is that I think that Whippo's potential is way is better in jungle than it is in top. I, I, I think that think his, so his play style fits jungle, even mid lane, a lot better than top. Because top, as much as we like to joke about how top is an island, kind of is, mm-hmm. compared to the other roles at least. Yeah. And Whippo is a type of player that likes to get his fingers into everything. But you can't do that in top lane. When, you're t- when your TP is down, you're stuck there for a little bit. <laughs> True. Until it gets into 5v5. And so... <clears throat> if he does switch, I hope, no matter what team he goes to, I hope it's either mid or jungle because those are the play styles where he excels, in my opinion. I don't think Whippo would have been as great of a pick at top lane. I'm with you. Um, I think as it stands right now, if we go back to that Worlds group, Group C from this tournament, um, even if Whippo does play top, like he's not a top two top laner in that group. You know, mm. he just he doesn't have. I don't think he has it at the position anymore because he's shown he can be versatile and play jungle just as well as other professional top level junglers in the LEC. Um, yeah. If he goes to a third role, like the reports are potentially saying, like he could maybe go to mid laner or, or ADC. Even if he goes to it on a consistent basis again, it would be unreal. And I think, do we start talking about the? Jack of all trades, master of none debate, because Whippo has proven and in recent memory to be good, serviceable, if not above average. But what's his ceiling really, and where does mm. it fit? Yeah, I, I think the ceiling is what he brings off the rift. I, I, at least that's the impression I get. Uh, his leadership. Yeah, and like shot calling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and to your point, I think that there there are certain roles that would suit him better. Tyler, to, to, big, to piggyback off your thing, 
reunite Blippo and Reckless on a roster like BDS. Ooh. Right? I mean, I, don't, look, I mean, on paper, that would be pretty good. Look, it's not going to happen. But but I don't think it'll happen. What about Astralis? They got the money. They have the money, but... They don't have the, they the, don't have the appeal. I know. Yeah, it's, there's it's no Zara hours. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a if there's a guy that's gonna come to BDS with Reckless, I think it's Alfari. There's my very specific take: is that Alfari and Reckless go to BDS? That's a if that's I get a far more them, right? intense pick. Like Reckless mm-hmm. to BDS yeah. is one thing; Reckless and Alfari is another. <laughs> yeah, th- hey. this is this is you're, you're stringing together the the dream parlay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. This is my yeah. parlay. Okay, but if I can get one of them right, I think I'm gonna be fine. But I think that again. If Reckless is able to sign with BDS, there's not a lot of people who will refuse playing with that guy because he just wants to win. If you can get that the right atmosphere and the right environment around that guy, sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. But again, it'll be very tough for a new organization to bring the pull yeah. for veterans like that. So, you know, that's my long shot. Yeah. That's all. So, uh, final final predictions on any any final predictions on Whippo? Uh, TL. Yeah, I'm I, TL's the gut for me. I don't I don't love it, but it could work. Okay, who do you take Santorin or Whippo right now? Who do you take? Santorin. I think I right take now? Santorin, dude. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In terms yeah. of consistency? Mm-hmm. In terms of everything. Okay. I think if I'm just making it's a team tomorrow. Yeah. I think it depends on like the play style, right? Because like I don't look one game on Talon does not uh, a guy's skill Equate. level dictate, right? Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. look, Santorin has a play style, and I think you know if you have, oh gosh, I would love to see Santorin Whippo. Because the like, thing Santorin, is, Santorin Whippo beer, like Whippo would, God, he's like, he'd die. Like, but the problem is that you have a guy who plays for a supportive style in the mid lane, right? Mm-hmm. Now imagine Bjergsen roaming around and helping Whippo in the jungle because he's so aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Kind of work to speak. Huh? That's a fun idea. I, I'm, I, I'm thinking of how they could build that roster around these specific pieces. If we are talking about the reports that are coming in with Bjergsen playing mid and Kor, who's also really, really... like they, they, If they can make that work with Whippo, who's hyper-aggressive... Mm-hmm. It would be insane. I think we would see the rise of Whippo as a superstar jungler in the right circumstances if the pieces fall together on that on that team. Yeah. But. I mean, if Whippo's the kind of guy who can play for his lanes when needed, you know, but also if you put laners around him who can play for him, it's a recipe for success. I mean, Bjergsen is a different beast than Niski when they're at their peaks. Mm-hmm, I'm taking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bjergsen... 10 times out of 10. 10 times out of 10. But Yupper. um if if that insane roster does come true then so be it. But I think cool. if if TL does go after Bjergsen, like it has been reported that they might, I think then they hold Pat at other positions. Um because as Keep Alfari. At the very least try to hold on. Um if they can't then they really got to try. Somebody got to try. Um but I think yeah bringing Bjergsen in is as big as a splash as TL can possibly make and not for nothing this doesn't really take into account all that much but like bringing in a entirely new mid laner and having your previous one roll swap that still counts as a rebuild in my book so it's still mm. it's going to take time despite how good those two players are when you shake up the system that much that definitely you know means things should be taken into account but yeah I think when you're making that many like wave splitting moves you try to keep the other ones to a minimum. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. So to round it out here, fun, l- l- lucky dip grab bag of, of free agents we haven't touched on maybe as much. Karzi, Reckless, and Razork were the three that we picked out. Just gun to your head. Where do they go? Um, I, I I don't know. I'm kind of boring. I think G2 Karzi is probably, okay. uh, you know, maybe not. The best? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Karzi and Treats. Would be hype. Mm-hmm. That yeah. on G two, I yeah. think it'd be fun. I do. I want to be. Hmm, I can't really think of another team that would BDS. Fit, like Carzy, huh? BDS. 
<laughs> yeah, VDS. <laughs> now nah, they're getting reckless. Um, Carzy <laughs> uh, stays in Europe. I think yeah. that G2 is just the logical, the logical choice here of him joining Yankos and Caps. That's really good still. That's a good team. <laughs> still a good team. So I think he stays. I think that he goes I think he stays. with Matt. Yeah. Even after everything that just happened, I think he stays because I don't. A part of you me, think they make a they make a move around him to make him stay, or do you think Peter or Mac just is convinces him? I think it's a matter of I don't think Carzy. If I'm building G two right now and I have to pick an eighty carry from Europe, Carzy's not number one on my list. I'm going for Hansama, and if I can get Hansama, I, well, I think you are too. Yeah, I, I just don't think Rogue's gonna part with Hansama. But then again, if there's a Rogue, that, what's his contract situation can, right now? Actually, if there's an orb before that can we buy him. And splash the bag to get Hansama. Hansama. Well, what is the contract is, situation? Uh, one more year of team control, so it'd have to be yeah. a buyout. Um, so I don't. But unless it, you are open in the duff, yeah, you're not getting that. There, team, right? I think Karzi going to G two makes a ton of sense if G two can't get Hans. Um, if G two kind of puts Karzi on the back burner, then I think he stays at Mad Lions because there aren't many other places he could go. Um, apart from Rogue, if because there'd mm-hmm. be an open hole there. But I don't know. My gut says Karzy stays with Mad Lions. Okay. Yeah. I, I think my G2 roster is Broken Blade, Yankos, Caps, Karzy, Treats. Treats. Interesting. That's a, I like that. that's a good team right what's there. The, what's the ceiling for that? We don't need to go into the other people if we can. If you guys want to talk about this one. What's that ceiling for that team? Eh, I mean, I think they're a place. Third? Well, no, no, sorry. My, that's that would be my like prediction. Okay. But then again, I, I think I might be underestimating just how much like you know if Mad Lions get shaken up, right? Or if you know that Carzy departure affects them more, and if Fnatic blows it up, right? They could take a step back, but they've proven that they have enough infrastructure to survive. I mean, I mean, I think the ceiling is LEC champion. For sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they yeah. they have they have like two of the best and the, like five and the really role. good players. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, ce- ceiling champion prediction probably third. Third. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Make cool. make worlds. Okay. With that roster. Yeah, definitely could. Not a not a outlandish. That's <laughs> <laughs> also more boring than I thought it was yeah. gonna be. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here then. Razork. Mm. This one's a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna let y'all go on this one because I don't I don't have too many thoughts on it. Uh, but I know that he is kind of the. He could be a domino that makes things fall, honestly. If he doesn't stay with Misfits, <clears throat> I don't know if, ooh, if Fnatic, if Fnatic loses Whippo, he goes to Fnatic. There it is. I think because Whippo is like, I feel or like you that think is Whippo going goes to... to Misfits, and Razor stays and moves into top. Whippo moves to top. Mm. Like, look, I, I would like to see Whippo in the jungle the most. I think he's a ton of fun to watch. But ceiling's so kind of meh for misfits, though, in that kind of sense. Then I mean, Parrot was really good. Yeah, but Whippo's better. I, I eh. and, and again, he would bring like shot calling stuff. It's, it's not like he just he like shot calling just like was locked in, right? It was like he could just say things, but he couldn't like act on them mm-hmm. as much. I don't know. I think that. That's I don't the see problem. Going to misfits, but. Yeah, like I, I, that's the problem is that Whippo can shot call, but he can't act upon it in jungle and in mid. He can kind of act upon it a lot more. Yeah, misfits doesn't mm. strike me as a premier destination for free agents. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. It's more so. Yeah, you know what? I think that Razor goes to Fnatic. I think that's a lock for me. There's my lock in. I like it a lot, actually. I think Misfits is a shame. Be- not, not not the organization, but this roster. Um, yeah, what a shameful team. No, it's a shame that the roster might get blown up because they actually had a lot of promise throughout the regular season. They're so close. They weren't like yeah. you know top tier, but I think if they just fine tune the little things, they could be a real contender in this league. Maybe make a move here or there, but if the rumors are true and people are leaving left and right it's it's disappointing because i think misfits is one of those teams that had a lot of sleeper potential mm-hmm. yeah. No, yeah especially if like if that roster were to stay together with the uh the holes at the top potentially 
Yeah. Right? They could be a team that sneaks in. Yeah. I, 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 I buy yeah. that. I think that's that's fair enough. Um, all right. Any uh, any party thoughts? Anything you wanted to get to specifically? Wow, we did actually a pretty good job of staying under time. Nice. It's pretty good. Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. I think that Pardon? you know. I can't wait to wear my DFM jersey when uh <laughs> parting parting thought uh at least one LCK free agent comes to North America book it ship it I don't know like a big name yeah uh, someone that North American fans would be like oh that guy yeah oh like but that's not if you're if you have to go oh yeah that guy no, no I mean like then, I mean like oh like in a positive way yeah, in a positive like oh yeah that guy not like oh my god I think I watched him play for Fred O'Brien once but like <laughs> I'm talking I'm talking like guys who like you would know. Like, okay. Okay. Not like that. Like, wait, Birdle wasn't that the yeah? <laughs> like, not like that. Wait, CLG Birdle. <laughs> so didn't this guy play for Griffin once? Who the hell? Sword. Oh Sword. <laughs> didn't he roll? <laughs> Cut the tape. <laughs> Cut the cameras. Cut the tape. Cut the tape. <laughs> All right, that's what off the Purple Strike Podcast, everybody. Uh, you can find us on uh, Apple, Spotify. Uh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't say anything. Please don't say anything or I'm going to hit you. Um, Google Play and um, Anchor. No, not Anchor. I do this every freaking time. Pocket Cast. There he is. Do I have there to he use is. Pocket Cast? Not to play Pocket Cast because apparently a lot of people use it, but. Yeah, You got to no. get this on Pocket- Deezer, bro, so we can start making some really good <laughs> jokes. <laughs> do I have to use Pocket Cast? What, what, is, what is both your preferred podcast platform? Spotify. Spotify. Uh, that's pretty much it, yeah. I was going to make a list, but that's really <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I use Apple for everything except Dissect because they uh, it's like a music podcast mm-hmm. that they do mm-hmm. like uh, it's like Spotify gets it like right when it drops because they have a deal with them but anyway yeah. Um, yeah so for all that I've been Henry Gator Moore that's been Michael Kelly that's been Tyler Escara, and we will see you back here next week